Hey, nonprofit founders and leaders, change makers and dreamers, are you searching for new ways to be heard amidst the overwhelming noise and confusion of these uncertain times? Giving Heartbeat is the place to make connections and ignite sparks of compassion into forces for good and together turn unsung heroes into everyday superheroes. Conversations with dynamic nonprofit champions from across the planet reveal how they turned passion into action and obstacles into achievements. I'm your host, Donna Valente. Welcome. Over the past three decades, I've met hundreds of incredible nonprofit changemakers from around the world. It's my passion and mission to promote them. This is Giving Heartbeat. Welcome. Hello, everyone. We have in our studio today, our virtual studio, Sandy Gannon, who's the co-founder and executive director of Kisuboko Uganda, a U.S. 501c3 charity, and Hope Kalabala, co-founder and chairman of the board of directors of Kisuboko Initiative for Progress Uganda, NGO charity. Sandy and Hope have been co-workers since 2007, working to educate the village of Baka and empowering the people to rise from poverty. Welcome, Sandy and Hope. I'm so glad to have you here on our very first interview for Giving Heart Beat. So would you like to begin and, and tell us just a little bit about how you got started? And um, then we'll talk about how COVID specifically affected your nonprofit. Thank you so much, Donna, for having us. We're so excited, and Kisaboka is our favorite subject. Um, it all began in 2006 when a pastor found his way to our church um, in Lexington, and he talked about children in the village of Baca that um, didn't attend school because they were naked and um, didn't have clothes or food or anything like that, and it God immediately put on my heart that I have to do something for these children. So I did a clothing fundraiser that um, we gathered 17 boxes of clothes and shipped them to Uganda. It cost $1,200, and it took nine months to get there. And when it got there, it, they charged the pastor to receive them. Um, so we got clothes there, but God kept putting on my heart that I needed to go. I have to confess, I didn't go willingly. I'd never traveled before, didn't have a passport or anything like that. But when I went, um, that changed my life. Um, I witnessed 98 children filled with disease and treatable, um, treatable diseases and malnutrition. You could see their... We got a, you're frozen, Sandy. Yeah, you're back. Am I back? Okay. Okay. So I, um, should I keep going? Yeah, it was right about when you got to the village and, um, the, the children that you saw with the preventable diseases. Oh, okay. And so I made a promise to God and the children that I would work every day of my life to make their lives better. And I have to say, Hope Kalabala 
and Patty Wallachera have been in this promise with me. I, I assure you, they also work every day of their life because they hear from me every day. Um, and so what we're doing is we are loving a village one child at a time, and we have provided education, medical care. We've put in boreholes in the entire village. Um, so the entire village, all 6,371 people have access wow. to fresh water. Um, we have 510 children in our primary and high school, and we also support children in trades and university. Um, we copy the Heifer Project and provide animals to families so that they will um, be able to afford to send their children to school. Uh, sometimes God puts a dream on our heart, and he does exceedingly abundantly more than we could ever imagine. And that's Kisaboka is Matthew 19, 26. With man, it's not possible. With God, all things that's are awesome. possible. So how did you and Hope connect? Hope you want to talk about that a little bit? Yes. Uh, God brought Mamsanga to Uganda. And uh, uh, she came, as you've heard, she came after hearing the what was happening in Uganda, what people are going through especially the children in the village where we where we are right now. So when she came the very first time, that's when I got the opportunity to meet her. And somehow I think we connected uh, in her passions. She had the passion to help all the children. And uh, me growing up seeing my mom working with uh, the vulnerable children, children who were dropouts and trying to have them go back to school. I think somehow we connected, and that's how uh, we sparked up and started working together. Yeah, that's amazing. What you've got, all accomplished in these twelve years is it? It's just incredible. And what specific challenges did you have in the pandemic? We're we're talking about that in our launch issues, since that's how this podcast arose. So one of the challenges, obviously, is our sponsors are being impacted. They're out of work, they're unemployed, and they're suffering. All of our fundraisers were canceled. All of my in-person speaking events have been canceled. So we're, we're struggling to um, get a steady income so we can continue right. supporting. Hope's going to speak to what's happening in Uganda, and it's yeah. really it's Thank you, very challenging. Yeah, the challenge here is that uh, um, when kids are kept away from school, there is a lot that happens without us monitoring. And uh, um, ch children, because uh, they are not watched more than work, they go into child labor to be able to earn a living because uh, at home things are sometimes challenging. They can't provide lunch like we do at school. So they have to go and work to earn something. And for some girls, uh, uh, they end up, uh, some have ended up going back into uh, uh, sex trade to be able to, to survive, something which is a huge challenge because we cannot be able to monitor them wherever they are scattered. We are trying, but it is not easy. Sometimes uh, by the time you get to them, they are already into the trade or sometimes they're even pregnant, uh, something which is very, very bad. And some have gone back into, their parents have given them up into child marriage 
because child marriage is a very serious problem in the village of Rakhka, like anywhere else in Uganda. So those are some of the challenges we are, we are having. And uh, uh, the fact that we have been looking after various diseases, trying to get them to hospitals, to treat them. Uh, during this pandemic, we had uh, um, uh, a lockdown. Vehicles uh, were not supposed to move and the transport became a problem. So people were supposed to get treatment. Uh, we could not get them to hospitals and uh, their diseases have somehow become worse than they were before. So that is really a big problem. Wow. So the one major pandemic disease then made everything else in the country that much worse and harder, it sounds like. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, and you just, you guys collaborated on a book, right? You want to tell us a little bit about that? That's so exciting. Mm -hmm. Hope wrote the book. It is an amazing, he, he's, I just helped him get it published. It is an amazing um, book and it is really um, about the lives of the girls in Baca told through mm -hmm. the lens of one girl. So, oh, so yeah, tell, tell us and where, where folks can get it. Yeah, uh, uh, what inspired me to write this book were the ramparts, early marriages, child marriages that our girls were, were experiencing against their own will. Uh, parents wanting to earn from them, so they sell them off to men to, so that they can earn from the bright price. So that is where I come from to write the book so that I can draw a light on what is happening in a, in a where we are working in the village of Baka, but uh, a, almost everywhere, most of the parts of the country. So that is where the book... Right. That's where it's coming from and uh, the effects of it. So it is true, like Mam Sandra said, through the lens of one girl, what she's, she faced and uh, how she was impacted by uh, such an issue. That is where I best read the book. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. And what is the name of the book? The book is called uh, Whose Daughter Am I? Whose Daughter Am I? Yes. And folks can get that on Amazon, yes. right? Yes, it can be found on Amazon. Yes, yep. All right. Okay, so we're going to wind up this launch interview right now, and I'd like you to tell our listeners where they can find out more about Kisuboko Uganda and um, what they can do to help. Do you have a website they can go to? We do. It's kisuboka.org. Um, and it's on Facebook, Kisaboka Uganda Inc. Um, we also have Instagram, Kisaboka Uganda. And um, they can follow me on Facebook, I'm Sandra Gannon. I tend to post personally a lot. Okay, wonderful. Well, it was great to have you here. Thank you so much for being part of my launch interview. And we're going to talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you. Well, that's a wrap for this episode of Giving Heartbeat, where we make unsung heroes into everyday superheroes. Please be my hero and subscribe, download, rate, and review and tell all your friends. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to Naomi Charney for my beautiful cover art. Thanks to Chris Hogan for his theme music, Pure Magic. 
and to audio engineer extraordinaire Don Sternacker at Mixolydian Studios. Please take action today to support nonprofits that connect with your passion. Be the change you want to see in the world. Until next time, the beat goes on. This is Donna Valente. Peace out.